0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card,
1: right this way,
0: it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: The Volume. Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. There's a lot of reasons. It's America's number one sports book. incredibly easy to use, super safe, totally secure, super fast payouts in as quick as two hours. You're not going to get that anywhere. Also, same game parlay bets, live betting. It's the best. Hey, if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I did it in 15 seconds. Get started now. Sign up. Please use the promo code Colin so they know we sent you. Please use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up. We all know professional athletes care about what they look like. And as you know, I care about what I look like. Right now, I've been wearing a lot of Cuts clothing. I love this thing right now. Every Cut shirt is designed to provide a perfectly tailored look. If you want a a long-sleeve Henley, no problem. A short-sleeve crew neck, they've got it. Cuts has everything you want. And I've got all of it, and I wear all of it. Right now, 15% off your first order. 15% off first order by going to CutsClothing.com slash Colin. Cuts, C-U-T-S. Look them up. I got a closet full of their stuff, and I love it. instant reaction. The big story, of course, Jimmy Garoppolo's first half injury. He's been brittle in his career. He is now done for the season. And so the San Francisco 49ers, who I believe are the most talented team in the NFL, will not win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. Uh, They can get to the playoffs with him. That's how good the defense is. They can win games with him. They're not going to go on the road uh, and win multiple playoff games with Brock Purdy. And and this, we can talk a little about the Miami Dolphins, who were shredded by the Niners' third-string quarterback. It was a reality check for Tua. Once Tua was asked to carry an offense that was missing his tackles, he can't do it. It's always been my complaint. He has to be carried. He can't carry. The conditions have to be ideal. But let's get back to Garoppolo. So this takes the Niners uh, out of the Super Bowl window. It, it, it's, it's a good news, bad news. It creates clarity. The bad news is you're not going to win the Super Bowl. But the good news is it is now going to be a Trey Lance, Brock Purdy franchise going forward or Tom Brady. Those rumors will heat up. You can move off Garoppolo now. There was so much indecision. It was, I mean, we asked this, what do you do with Jimmy Garoppolo? Before the season started, I said about the Niners, they're the most interesting team in the league. What do you do? Well, now... Now you have clarity. The big concern with Jimmy is injuries, and he's more Dak Prescott than he is Aaron Rodgers or Mahomes. He's got to kind of be carried, but he's accurate. He's good in big games sometimes. He's good enough, I believe, to win a Super Bowl. But now when you stack up his career, you add another injury to it, you got to move off him. So he's brittle. You got to move off him. It's okay. Somebody will pick him up. A Tampa, if they lose Brady, will pick him up. Uh, the New York Giants, if they're moving off Daniel Jones, will pick him up. You sign him to a two-year deal. It's not that financially punitive. Uh, you you pay him twenty million dollars a year because of the injury. He's not going to get much on the market, and so you can get him for the for the cheap. The Giants could win a bunch of games with him. Uh, as you draft another quarterback, if you choose to move off Daniel Jones, but it does create a definitive plan going forward. Trey Lance is going to get all the snaps in the offseason unless they go out and they big game hunt and get Brady or perhaps an Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I don't think Aaron, because of his salary, is going to be a 49er. The Niners are really good. I mean, this is an all-time defense. This... this it, this team is so fast at linebacker, so good on situational third downs because of Bosa's pass rush. Uh, pro bowlers at corner, secondary, they just made Tua look incredibly small. If you take out the opening play, the schemed touchdown on a slant, uh, he had one over the top throw all day to Tyreek Hill, who was wide open. The Buffalo Bills are the number one team, again, in the AFC at this very moment. Number one seed. And so I I think it was a wake-up call for the Miami Dolphins. And it is a reality check for the 49ers. Go get Brady or it's Trey and Brock Purdy. Who, by the way, Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, kind of similar. Move a lot, not elite throwers, hard workers, little playmaker in them, looks like some limitations throwing the football. Lance has a strong arm, struggles with accuracy. Purdy doesn't have that strong of an arm, but he's fairly accurate. But the Garoppolo injury does. It's over. Um, there'll be a market for him. Tiny. But there'll be a market for Garoppolo. Listen, you know, Sam Darnold wins a couple more games with the Panthers. <laughs> Marcus Mariota disappeared for years. Didn't he? Now he's starting for the Falcons. But... um Bummer for Niner fans, because this is an all-time defense. The Bengals have now beaten the Chiefs three straight times. To be a Super Bowl-winning team, you obviously don't have to be great at everything. A salary cap limits that. You can't be horrible at anything. And that's why Cincinnati has the makings of a 10-year run with multiple Super Bowls. Joe Burrow guarantees, as long as he gets reasonable protection, he is great situationally. You cannot find a Super Bowl winning team in the last 10 years that is poor situationally. You can find those with an average secondary. Uh, last year, both Super Bowl teams were weak at linebacker. There are certain positions that are very crucial, but you got to be good situationally. You got to be good on third down. You got to be good in the red zone. That's what Cincinnati is, as good or better than the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's why they win. The second thing, as much as it's a passing league, early in the year, we saw two teams, two talented teams in the AFC, Buffalo and Cincinnati, big explosion plays. Neither had a consistent run game. And it puts too much pressure on a Joe Burrow or a Josh Allen. Well, the Bills, who are now officially today the number one seed in the AFC, over the last month, have now created a fairly reliable run game to take the heat off Josh Allen, to eat the clock with leads. What has Cincinnati done over the last four to five weeks? A running game has emerged with their top running back, Joe Mixon, out. That's scary for everybody else in the AFC. They don't have their top receiver. They don't have their top back. And yet they've created this really balanced, offense. They can run it. They can throw short. They can throw over the top. They're very good situationally. You do not have to be great at everything. You can't be terrible at anything, and you have to be good on the big downs. It's not like Kansas City isn't, but I think with Burrow, Joe Cool, Kansas City's kind of met their match in these games. The game looked a lot like you think it would. There was a poster Play by Mahomes. It was really close. It came down to the end. It came down to a series of plays with two all-time great quarterbacks. But you know, for months, because Joe Burrow comes on the volume every week, I kept putting the Bengals very high in my herd hierarchy, and it's all like, oh, just because of Burrow. I'm like, no. As I said. Broke came into the season off of surgery, didn't play in the preseason. I supported him in the first month. I said, in the second half against Dallas, it may have been week two. I said, I see it. And then I kept saying, they just have to develop a run game. They have. I think Cincinnati is as good as any team in the NFL and a wildly underrated defense. Three straight wins over the Chiefs. All right. The third game I want to talk about. You may not find it interesting. Raiders-Chargers. Another team that, unlike the Bengals or the Niners that I supported that I thought could be great, the Raiders can't be. Not good enough defensively. And they've had too many injuries offensively. But this Raiders game against the Chargers is a great example. The Chargers, to me, are an average team with a great quarterback who has to put on the Superman cape for them to win games. And he almost did it again. But when the Raiders were flailing, I said, ask yourself this. Are they competitive Yep. They kept losing one possession games. And I haven't defended the Raiders much for 10 years, but I said, are they competitive? Are they playing with passion, heart? Yes. I said, they're not going to keep losing all those one score games. The Raiders are going to turn it around. The second thing, and this was what really concerns me about the Chargers. They have a defensive head coach. He's in his second year. They're 25th in defense. They can't stop the run. They're terrible against the run. They don't create turnovers. So where are the fingerprints of Brandon Staley for the Chargers on this defense? I don't see it yet. And he's in year two. Yet, three quarters of the way through year one for Josh McDaniels, the coach of the Raiders. I absolutely see his fingerprints. One, without a great offensive line, the Raiders have developed a really strong run game. That's scheme and coaching. They do not, outside of left tackle, have premier offensive linemen. They get the ball repeatedly to Devontae Adams. Seems like a small thing. Remember I complained about the Packers earlier this year? Why doesn't Aaron Jones touch the ball more? A lot of these coaches forget who their best players are. They get the ball repeatedly. Even a trick play today to Devontae Adams. Devise, scheme ways to get it to their star player. I also think they're a pretty good situational football team. Again, Derek Carr, Josh McDaniels. The Raiders are flawed. They need to attack... Some of this defense, they need to go get a little more speed, clean up the back end. But just because you're losing doesn't mean you're poorly coached. The Raiders, because they've been so chaotic for the last decade, this is a longer rebuild. You can't do it in a year. But you're watching a team right now that is a tough out. Real run game, get the ball to the right people, top 12 quarterback, pretty good situationally. And if they get a lead, With Max Crosby, they usually engineer a pretty good pass rush. On the opposite side, I just see a great quarterback in Justin Herbert, and they've got some O-line issues. Tell me where I can see Brandon Staley's coaching. I can't. They can't stop the run second year in a row. They don't create turnovers. Defensively, they get fooled occasionally. I think... If Brandon Staley cannot get this team into the playoffs, I think you have to call Sean Payton. I think you have to. Remember, it came down to Brian Dable and Brandon Staley for the Chargers. Most people, myself included, thought Dable was the obvious choice. The owners liked Brandon Staley. Dable has completely changed the culture with the Giants. I'm a year and three quarters in on the Chargers. I don't see it. I just see Superman at quarterback. I just don't see the coaching. Little college football note. Georgia 1, Michigan 2, TCU 3, Ohio State 4 into the playoffs. Don't have a problem with it. Had a feeling Alabama would sneak in. Didn't, though Nick Saban did. Put on his best salesman hat and try to get him in. I think Michigan beats TCU by about a touchdown. I think it's competitive, but Michigan is just stronger physically and controls the clock and takes it away from TCU's great quarterback, Max Duggar. And I think Ohio State plays their arse off and gives Georgia a real game. Ohio State was humiliated by their rival, Michigan. They have been told now how soft and weak and finesse they are. You hear that four or five or six weeks going into a game against Georgia. Watch the Buckeyes have their best game plan and their best effort of the year. I think Georgia wins really close, but Ohio State recruits at an elite level. They'll have the best quarterback in the game, the best receiver in the game, some of the top defensive players in the game. I think the Buckeyes keep it really competitive against Georgia, but I do think we get the Bulldogs and the Michigan Wolverines in the natty. All right. Cowboys, Colts next. I like Dallas. They may not be America's team, maybe they are, but they're the best team playing tonight on NBC. I'll see you tomorrow on FS1 and Premier Radio. Instant Reaction.
0: You can listen to the Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Football season's underway. Now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. The promo code is always Colin. FanDuel has tons of betting options. I like the same game parlay. Bet a little, win a lot. FanDuel's app is safe, secure, easy to use, and you get paid your winnings really fast. The no sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. Promo code Colin. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana text hopeny four six seven three six nine in New York, Tennessee. Red Line one 889 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia.
0: MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars for is